and all those in between and outside and around the whole wide world. It doesn't matter what you are. It's a human construct. Completely meaningless. You're just a bunch of gathering of cells and stardust. We're Hack the Dino, a nonsense video game show where we talk about video games and other not such nonsense. I'm Ben Rosenthal and I'm joined by Floppy Starrick, who is the gaming anthropologist. Hello, all you people made from stardust and other things. Yeah, we've already been through that, Floppy. And joining us over on the keys is our little boy himself. No, sorry. Our little stardust molecules of... Um, Brayden's here. Hi, I'm Brayden and I love the film Stardust. That is a good film. <laughs> uh, have you seen that film? Yeah, sorry. Brendan Fraser? Have you read? No, no, it's Charlie Cox who was Daredevil. Is oh. it? Yeah. I'm going to double check that. 100%. Pretty, pretty sure it's Brendan Fraser. You fact check it right now. It is Charlie Cox who was Daredevil. For all your Brendan Fraser related facts, ladies and gentlemen, come to Hack the Dino. No, don't. No. Actually, he went through a really horrible time. We shouldn't joke about Brendan Fraser. I'm not. I'm saying. Poor dude. I want to give him some cred. Man in the mummy. He was oh, really no, good. No, no. You, you want to know what? What? Ben is 100% right. Correct. It is Charlie Cox. You know what you're thinking of? You're thinking of Inkheart. I am. I stand corrected. Yep. 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 So, comment in the chat. just like to read out super curly one. Uh, you two must get this all the time, which we do. Well, it is us, yeah. right? But I think you're a bunch of absolute Nata legends. Well, thank you. Uh, you're the Ken and Ryu of Twitch icons and a bunch of goddamn legends. So, which one's Ken? Which one's Ryu? Well, I think I must be Ken. I would say so. Because I'm prettier. Yeah. No, that's fair. And Ken's prettier. And I'd be Ryu because I yep. could kick your ass whenever I wanted. Nah, because you just beat up cars and stuff. <laughs> I do beat but up cars. Super curly one. Can I just say, I, quit, I, I started to see that in the chat. Oh, those saw, fucking cars. And I saw you two must get this all the time. And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to have a crack at us. <laughs> and then I kept reading. I'm like, what a legend. Thanks. Really though? Cars. Thanks, Serpy Curly one. Super curly one. What do we need him for? <laughs> yeah, look at me in my four wheels. Game Boy Dad says, Super Curly One, damn, Ben does not need his ego inflated anymore. <laughs> you know what else doesn't need their ego inflated anymore? Microsoft! <laughs> oh, God. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is now official as of Tuesday this week as we record. Bethesda Studios is now owned wholly <laughs> by Microsoft Bill Gates Entertainment. Uh... Now, this was first uh, announced in September 2020, so September last year, for 7.5 billion US dollars. Uh, it was so much money. All that was standing in the way, uh, the American side had to approve it and the European Union had to approve it, which was done over the weekend, March 6th, 2021. So I didn't realize that this hadn't officially happened uh, or hadn't been approved yet. I thought it was just a done deal last year. No, so they have to make sure there's like like conflict of interest or a monopoly or anything. And I think because Bethesda's based in Europe, maybe? Or something like that. There, I'm not even some, to pretend I know. I don't know. I'm business. making crap up. Well, I know the European Union had to okay, and they did. So now they're all hugs and kisses, puppies and everyone all laying the kisses on everyone. Uh, <laughs> so they released some joint statements, didn't they? They did release some joint statements. They had a roundtable today where they all sat down, Bethesda and uh, Phil Spencer from Xbox, uh, and they just spoke about how sort of the road to the merger and to why they're doing it. Um, they announced that 20 games are pretty much now available on Xbox Game Pass from Bethesda. Games like the original Doom, Doom 64, Doom 2, Doom 3, uh, Doom Eternal. You've got Division 1, and no, not Division, what's the game I'm thinking of? Fallout. Oh, all the fallouts are on there. Uh, there are, yeah, just Game Pass just got a hell of a lot more appealing. Um, yeah, uh, Skyrim's on there. Is that the first time? No, Elder it's not Scrolls. the first time. No, no, no. Elder Scrolls is on there. The Elder Scrolls series. Uh, Wolfenstein? Yeah, Wolfenstein's on there. Um, all the Wolf latest all Wolfenstein later games. Wolfensteins. So, yeah, really, really cool. Um, what I'm hoping for Dishonored? is... Dishonored? Yes, Dishonored. That's what I was thinking. Uh, Bethesda, we're going to do the Commander Keen reboot, right? I'm hoping Microsoft go, nah, 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 scratch that. <laughs> do it this way. And I get a really cool Commander Keen reboot. What kind of Commander Keen reboot do you want? Do you want a side-scrolling platformer still? Or do you um, want a 3D adventure of Commander Keen? I, I, honestly, I wouldn't mind a 2.5D. All right. 2.5D Commander Keen, just give me that. I'd be happy. What if the, uh, what if <laughs> the Indiana Jones game they're working on is actually oh. just a 2D platformer? I'd be happy with that. I would not. Um, <laughs> you know what would be cool? If they had uh, Commander Keen, but he developed a time machine 
and I'm not linking this back to the Mario thing from before. No, but that, you're linking it to Doom, aren't you? No. All right, yeah, I am. He had a time <laughs> machine and he went back in time and met his grandfather, who's BJ Blaskowitz from yep. Wolfenstein. And then they traveled forward in time and met Doom Guy, who was his great-great-grandson. And they go around kicking ass together in this little combat unit. That'd be great. I like Game Boy Dad's uh, comment. As long as there's a pogo stick. Commander Keen always had a pogo stick. He did. It was the and coolest sound effect too. in, I think, the eighth game, if you went to the Moon Temple and stood on the little moon insignia and just didn't press any keys, he turned around and mooned you. That was not... That was like the second game. No. There was not. No, no, no. It was, it was, it was on... It was... Uh, Dan in the chat has said I tried to play Commander King 4 the other day and it hasn't aged well no they haven't you can get King Dreams on the Switch by the way uh, that's I, now. I got it on my laptop because I mean I have a shitty old laptop but it was it's good enough to run Commander King I'll tell you that much <laughs> for very good reason your watch is good enough to run Commander King my $30 Casio could probably run Commander I mean shit if a calculator can run Doom um, um yeah, so Commander King, just give us more of that. But uh, one of the questions that we all wanted answered, and actually was, was the exclusivity of the Bethesda games um, yeah. on Xbox. So I'm just going to read the quote from Phil Spencer. Quote, Obviously, I can't sit here and say that every Bethesda game is exclusive, Spencer says. We know that's not true. There's contractual obligations that we're going to see through, as we always do in every one of these instances. We have games that exist on other platforms and we're going to do uh, we're going to go support those games on the platforms that they're on. There um there are communities of players, we love those communities and we'll continue to invest in them. And even in the future there may be things that have contractual things or leg what? legacy on different platforms that will go Legalities? Oh, legacy. <laughs> he continues, but for an Xbox customer the thing I want you to know is that this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. He continues, that's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building. The creative capability we're going to be able to bring to the market for Xbox customers is going to be the best it's ever been for Xbox after we're done here. Um, so yeah, I think that's good news. Basically, they're going to fulfill all their contractual obligations like, um, is it Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop? Which are now... Um, PlayStation. Deathloop's PlayStation 5. Yeah, I, I still maintain it's going to be such a mind trip when you boot up the PS5 to play those games and there's an Xbox Studios logo comes up on a PlayStation 5. That, I'm going to film that because I'm going to be I'm gonna get Deathloop when it comes out. It's going to be so good when that happens. Um, it's going to be weird. What do you think this means for Sony and Nintendo? Oh, look, I don't think it's going to mean too much. I think it'll just be... I'm sure it's happened before where there's been a big studio that's produced games for both people and companies bought them and someone else takes the place on the other platforms. I well, what's, what's the new space one coming out? Not Elden Ring. Starfield. Uh, I think Starfield. Dan mentioned it in Starfield. Yeah. Dan mentioned it in the chat. Yeah, Starfield. Um, what I think is the most likely scenario is because they spent $7.5 billion on this. They want to get Yeah, they're not going to waste it. it. They will put it on other consoles. They will put it on PS5. But they'll go, hey, Game Pass here, uh, you don't have to pay anything. It's there free, day one. Sure, you can yeah. buy it on the PS5, but Game Pass... Yeah, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. Game. I think it's there to sell Game Pass, personally. Mm. Um, so yeah, let us know in the chat or down in the comments below what you think it means for Nintendo and Sony. And I don't think it means much for Nintendo, because let's face it, not a lot of those games are on there already. Skyrim is. It's rubbish. Really? Oh, I tried playing Skyrim on the Switch with the motion controls. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thanks. I'll stick to 1-2-Switch. <laughs> and on that bombshell, it's time to get into our next topic of argument. I'm super excited for this. All right, I was sitting down the other day and thinking, what are the best game series out there? And I thought it was about time so many. that here at Hack the Dino, we sat down and we gave you, ladies and gentlemen, the top 10 best game series in the history of ever. Bum, bum, bum. That's right, we're giving you the top 10 games as voted by us. The, the uh, end all and be all. That Yeah, I'm be all. You're the um, a-hole. Yep. A-hole and be-all. That's <laughs> right. All right, Floppy, you want to kick us off? balls What hole. is number 10? So best number game 10. series. Now, I didn't realize you were doing this in numbers. I thought it was just because I was picking them. So I did mine in no particular order. Just number saying. 10. My first one that popped in my head is a game series that I love. It's also a game At series number 10. that I know some of our uh, watchers and viewers, like uh, I know Dan loves. Uh, I picked the Resident Evil series. Oh, good series. For a number of reasons. A... 
great big series. It's a lot of content. There is a lot of content. It is spanned over so many generations of consoles um, and, you know, not just locked to one. It's been over PlayStation. It's been over Xbox. It's been over Nintendo. Um, they've had so many different iterations of particular games now with remakes and revisiting them. They've never lost their charm with remakes and things like that. They've, they've varied in some of the, uh, the horror themes things. Like obviously, uh, iterations like number five and number six moved more into a action games and horror games, but they still kept that, uh, storyline, uh, relevant and connected through every single release, even up to you know number seven, which seemed like it was really far away from say the military style horror games, and then they brought it all back. And uh, I don't think there has been another series that has done it, or, or there has not been many series that has done it as well as connecting every game in the series, despite how different the games are. Yeah, that's I think good. it's fan- I think it's fan. I think it's a fantastic se- uh, series that if you like horror games and you haven't. Play the series. I, my first experience with Resident Evil was the remake on the GameCube. Uh, and just that was just so suspenseful. Mm. Um, like, I, I get a feeling if I played it today, it'd be like looking through Vaseline. But um, yeah, like the Crimson Heads chasing you. Oh. And uh, like Nemesis. Is it Nemesis in the first one? Nemesis is in number two. So who's number one again? Who's the big bad in number one? No, number one was in the... Um, the mansion. The mansion. Yeah. But you had to face up against a guy with a bazooka on the rooftop. I forget his name. Wesley? I can't no, remember. No, no, Wesley's in it. No, there's, there's so many different people in so many different Anyway, games, one so. of those big guys. Um, yeah, you, you take him on. It spanned across two discs, and I found that novel. Yeah, that was the first time you'd seen that. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, good choice. Braden, do you have any fond memories of the Resident Evil franchise? You betcha. <laughs> I remember seeing those covers and going... Not today. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting you to go, yeah, my favorite memories are never Tyrant. playing it. And Tyrant. Thank you, Dan. Tyrant. Yes. That's who he was. Uh, Brayden, what is number nine? Your pick. All right. So uh, my, my, my first pick out of these, um, I really struggled with this because I was like, man, like I don't have as many classic ones from like my childhood and stuff, but uh, I wanted to take it back to something I really enjoyed. Um, which was Batman Arkham yeah. Games. These are great. Uh, so Batman Arkham Asylum, Batman Arkham City, uh, Batman Arkham Origins. I like throwing Origins in there. I agree with you because I really liked the story writing in Origins. Mm. I just thought the gameplay was quite short. Yeah, Origins, was that the one where, spoiler, Joker becomes like Clayface at the end or something like uh, that? No, so that was the one or where they, they faked it out in all the all the like promo material and everything. They were like, hey, the Black Mask is our bad guy. And then like two hours in, they reveal that Black Mask has actually been Joker the whole time. Oh, um, and it was fasties. like Joker's origin story in that game as well. Right. Um, I liked it as a take on like early Batman story, but um, some people weren't a big fan. I, however, didn't really enjoy Arkham Knight. Really? No, uh, mainly because uh, the one of the boss fights in the Bat Tank, uh, I just, I it was shocking and terrible, oh. and I hated it, and I just quit. Isn't it crazy how one ba- bad experience with a boss can just ruin an otherwise lauded game? What did, would you was your favorite um, Arkham City? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, I think everyone's favorite. Arkham, is City, Arkham City was incredible. Did you pick uh, the plotline for Arkham Knight? Um, oh, like the the no, I I did not. I oh well, yes, yes. The overall thing where they're like, hey, like it's the our new original character. Yeah, it's like bullshit. And everyone's like, we know who it is. And they're like, no, it's new. It's different. Um, I still think they did a good job with it. Yeah, I think um, they did a great job. I agree with you. The bat tank things, hard. they were yeah, hard. They were they were hard and the gameplay was just shocking. Um, otherwise, I watched the end of it on YouTube so that I got the story. But um, yeah, yeah, otherwise, these games were so much fun. They're excellent. They really helped boost like combat in games like a fair bit like so many games the free flow combos with, were great with this t- type of combat um all the like uh middle earth games and everything as well mm. um it, like or, like spider-man games and everything recently as well um yeah it's been great you know what i'm surprised they haven't done after the success of these games and how well they work mm. especially with this type of combat why have they not made a daredevil game 
Oh, uh, because they'd want to do wanky stuff like you know, the radar sense. But they already do that with like Batman's detective vision and stuff like that. So it's been I done think it would before. be easy. I think they should do it. Honestly, it, the fact that uh, instead of that we got the Square Enix's Avengers. <laughs> yeah, well, the less I've said about that, the better. All right, Ben, what is your first pick at the number doesn't matter? Number seven. Oof. Number seven, the best game series ever created. Uh, number seven is Super Mario Brothers. Solid, solid That's choice. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Super Mario Brothers. I'm talking about Super Mario Brothers 1, not 2, 3, uh, Super Mario World 1 and 2. We can see on the screen now Super Mario World 2 where you, play, you have baby Mario screaming, and it really annoys you. Otherwise, it's a brilliant game. Uh, these games are extremely playable, extremely replayable. Um, I'm talking about specifically the 2D platformers. I'm not talking about the 3D isometric type games either. Um, but Super Mario Brothers as a whole, that's the Virtual Boy Mario I was going to say, is that the Virtual <clears throat> Boy one? Great series. Uh, despite what we said earlier in the show with those really bad ones, uh, there are it's, it's almost a seal of quality that if you're getting a Mario game, it's going to be good. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we did name 10 earlier, but how many good ones are there? Out of those 10, though, how many were officially licensed by Nintendo? Oh. I think maybe two. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you just know you're going to get a good game. Unfortunately, they do. Be even though they're platformers, they don't become that repetitive, if that makes sense. Like, they always add a power-up to sort of change up the game-playing style while still feeling distinctively Mario. I think they're... I think they're similar enough in the fact that if you pick one up, you can kind of figure out how to play it really quickly, but they're different enough to keep you interested. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You always want to buy another I one. really liked Mario and Rabbids. Yes, yeah, I That was really good. It's like XCOM really Mario. Yeah, I don't like XCOM, which is why I never picked it up. But you should try that one because it's good. Yeah. Anyway, Floppy, pick number six. Okay, my next one I think is going to be divisive, divisive. Divisive? I think some people are going to agree with me and I think some people are going to hate it. Sweet. So this is a series that I started playing right when the first one came out. Um, I was really hooked on the the stories and the lore that they were creating. And it's a series that worked its way into history. Literally, like into history. Yep, boom. Uh, I'm talking about Assassin's Creed. Now, I know it's had ups and downs. It's had games that have been phenomenal. It has had games that have have been not as phenomenal or has been has had games that have been buggy messes it has have games that have been groundbreaking and all sorts but it is one that i have followed through from start to finish like except for the latest one i haven't done the latest one yet um i fell in love with the storytelling more so in the first say four or five uh games than some of the later ones but i once again loved that ongoing story even though every game was its own little start and finish um, kind of like watching an X-Files episode. You have the monster of the week and your story of that week with the overarching storyline in the background. Uh, so my favorite parts are with Assassins and Templars. Um, I loved the gameplay. I loved the, how it developed with the, the sneaking and assassinating, not just running in guns blazing or sword swinging and killing everyone out. Actually being able to sit back see what you're doing and plan, you know, a, a route, an escape route, an assassination and going in and doing it. And, and yeah, look, I love them. Uh, there are ones that I like more than others, but I think as an, in a series as a whole and how successful, like despite the hiccups they've had along the way, every time they bring one out, sells like mad dogs and everyone plays them. Now they're at the point now with the latest ones, they're using just the Assassin's Creed name to sell the game. Look, I'd say definitely for... The, um, uh, whatchamacallit, <sighs> Odyssey. I think definitely for Odyssey, um, I haven't played uh, Valhalla yet, but I think they're getting back into more of the Assassin and Templar thing because it would be the right time frame anyway. Are you pro-animus or anti-animus? I am totally, f I'm for animus. For I'm, animus? I'm pro-animus, yeah. I enjoyed the animus side of the story. I enjoyed, I mean, we wouldn't have Assassin's Creed if it wasn't for the animus yeah, and do you want Duncan to come back? Do you want it to be an Assassin's Creed twenty Duncan twenty ten? Was his name Duncan Desmond? Desmond, Desmond. Yeah, yeah, I really like Desmond's story. I line. want to play Desmond's relative who goes back in time and plays Desmond. Ooh, See, oh, that's, a, you know, I, that's I, not a bad idea. I still find it incredibly interesting hearing about how it was meant to be just a trilogy, and the third game was going to be set in present day with Desmond. Boring. And, and then they went, oh, nah, people like Ezio. Let's just give him three games. Yeah, well, look, 
which Ezio, I was all for. I won't lie. Ezio was my, my favorite character players. Uh, Brotherhood was my favorite one. Not number two, not number, mm. not Revelations, but Brotherhood was my favorite one where you had, you could call in your other assassin team yeah, uh, to, cool. you, you could spy on a, 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 an, an assassin or sorry, a target and call them in to do it. Like that was just awesome. Mm. And it was one where you built up, built up your city and you, know, you could improve your buildings and stuff. Now, the fact that uh, you love these games and you've also gone on record saying that um, you don't have a lot of time for games mm. is the fact that you know, Valhalla is reportedly very long, uh, sort of stopping you from jumping in? Look, I've got it sitting there. It is one of the ones that I know I'm going to have to invest a lot of time in, so I haven't done it yet because I've got some other games I want to get out of the way first. Mm-hmm. Um but it is what I'm going to do because, like, it's an Assassin's Creed. I always play them. I always enjoy them, some more than others. Hmm. Well, I think it's a very iconic series and definitely deserves to be at number six. Brayden, what's <laughs> our fifth top best game series? So our next one is... Well, let me actually bring up some... Can uh, you read it out the way you've written it in the run sheet, please? Um, oh, I might, I might have misspelled it a little bit on the run sheet. <laughs> um, this series is a big series. Uh, ben, what year did it start? 1996, I believe. 96. Um, all right, so that's that's the year before I was born. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just bringing up some footage here. Um, it's it's a little Nintendo game called Poke Your Mum. <laughs> Poke Your Mum! Because um, your dad ain't home. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Pokemon. Uh, this is iconic as hell. Um, it's such a huge thing in so gaming bad. entirely. <laughs> Uh, it was a huge pop culture thing, like the fact that the fact that you can walk into Levi's and buy some Levi's jeans with Pikachu on it at the moment is pretty insane. Um, they've been the biggest thing, like, kind of. It is the number one franchise in the world. Like, like number no, one, it's not. ridiculous. No, Pokemon is the highest earning franchise in the world. You mean game or, po- or just- all of Pokemon? Oh, okay. Like right. the media, the movies, the it, TCG. As a franchise, as a brand, is absurd. The fact that uh, in the last year or so, Pokemon trading cards have like blown up in popularity again. All of a sudden, thank you, streamers. Like it's you would insane. not believe. Yeah, well, like, you can't. They're sold out everywhere in America. Like logic, uh, they're sold out everywhere here. Logic oh, really? bought like a super expensive holographic Charizard that was like graded, yep. and just like gave it to his baby for it to chew on. Jeez. Like, like Pokemon's ridiculous. It's huge. Um, funny thing is, and what people don't remember a lot is when Pokemon came out, Nintendo was in a very bad way. Mm. The Virtual Boy had just come out and bombed spectacularly. Uh, the Game Boy was on the verge of dying. Um, like they, they weren't in a good shape, Nintendo. Uh, and then Pokemon Red and Blue came out in Australia and in the Western uh, half of the world, absolutely blew up. And uh, the anime series definitely helped with that as well. Mm. And yeah, I still remember walking through the city and seeing a magazine and I just had a picture of Gengar and it said... Look who saved Nintendo. Like, this this game pretty much... Much like the Switch did after the Wii U, and much like the Wii did after the GameCube, saved Nintendo's arse. So it's just another very important aspect of the Pokemon lore. Did they release the cartoon and the uh, game simultaneously? Or was it- no, the game came first. So... Uh, I think 1994 in Japan, the game was released. It was Pokemon Red and Red Pokemon and Blue. Blue uh, sorry, Green and Red. Then Blue came out, which fixed a lot of the bugs. And that copy of Blue is what got um, translated to English. Mm. Um, yeah, it's Pokemon Smile on the screen. What the hell is this? It's so kids learn, uh, kids spend time cat- brushing their teeth. And then at the end, after they've done it for two minutes, they can catch a Pokemon. Oh my God. I feel like you should just know that brushing your teeth is the right thing to do. Yeah, well, you got to, you know. Uh, so then, um, yeah, uh, we got the Pokemon Blue version as our Red and Blue. And then, of course, Yellow came out due to the popularity of Pikachu before they went into um, Pokemon Gold and Silver. Yeah, great. What what a what a amazing uh, franchise that is. But our number four. Number four? One, two, three. No, number five. Number five top series of all time is perhaps the most amazing thing ever. 
That's right. We can talk about it instead of singing it, though. No. We weren't going to do any more singing this episode. This is humming off key. Thank you. It's not singing. So, yeah, Metal Gear Solid. What an incredible game. So, the story, now that I. Uh, I would say fully caught up. I, I understand the the linear storyline. <laughs> you spent doing... about 18 hours of your human life. Yeah, I really did. I really did. Watching videos, I bought um, uh, books. I've bought a book that chronologically goes all the way through. I've got uh, Project Ito, which is a uh, recounting of Metal Gear Solid 4, which is probably the most intense storyline of all the games. Um, this is just amazing. The characters... The espionage, the intrigue, the triple and um, third. <laughs> What's going on? That was when you, I remember that. It's when you go into the bathroom quick enough. Uh, yeah, but Metal Gear Solid. What a game from a man who just goes beyond uh, all comparisons. Uh, Kojima, like we'll he's created. Um, like you look at Metal Gear, and majority of people go, "Oh yeah, it's about Solid Snake. He's the main uh, antag- uh, protagonist in that." Then other people, we had this discussion. And I, I put to Floppy, well, actually, Big Boss, Naked Snake, is actually the protagonist and antagonist of his own story. Because uh, I think you only play as Solid Snake in like three or four games. But you play as Big no, it's Boss. Three, it's three, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. It's the first two. Well, not technically two, because you play as Raiden. No, no, no. No, no, yeah, the yeah. first Oh, sorry, two. sorry. Yeah, so Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2, two Snake's Revenge. And then Metal Gear Solid. Then Metal Gear Solid. And then a little bit in... In Metal Gear Me- 3. yeah. And then, no, no, Metal Gear 3 is naked. No, so naked. Metal Gear Solid oh, 2, you Metal play Gear a little Solid bit because you're raiding most of the time. Metal Gear Solid 3 is naked. Is naked. Metal four. Gear Solid 4, your snake. Metal Gear Solid 5, your venom snake. And then Metal Gear Survive, which you... Sorry, I'm just hemorrhaging. Um, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I actually put it to people that Revolver Ocelot is actually who the story is about. He's <laughs> the only one that's in all of them and doesn't change who he is. Yes, he does. But uh, Revolver Ocelot, for me, is one of the most intriguing and brilliant characters of the modern gaming age. Like, I just love everything about him and his rich backstory. And, and he's so justified in acting the way he did. He, like, he's, he's a fanboy of Big Boss. That's, that's what it comes down to. You're pretty good. I'd like to point out in the uh, in the chat that Dylan the villain knows uh, has watched our show before, knows our love of Metal Gear, and is predicting that this this part of the conversation will go for eight hours. <laughs> How do I skip this cutscene? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Floppy, moving on to you. Can I just say so we're about to go into our la- our final picks each. Mm-hmm. Can I throw in some honourable mentions that I yeah didn't, throw in your honourable I mentions. threw in some honourable mentions. I came up with game with ones that I didn't put in the list, but are all great series. So I put in things like my honorable mentions are the Wolfenstein series, um, spreading all the way back to PC. BJ Blazkowicz, what a cool guy! Um, my another honorable mention is the Yakuza series. Um, so much fun, so many games. Look, just play them. Uh, the Bioshock series, which is just phenomenal, um, as is Borderlands, especially for a game that was like so perfect for split screen to go up, go up in all of them. Um, Infamous, the Infamous series, and Final Fantasy. I don't think there's no... None of this has to have Final Fantasy in there, even if I didn't pick it as my top game. Right, so what's the fourth best game series of all time, Floppy? Okay, so... Fourth best. Fourth best, fuck So my last pick for my favourite game series... Above Resident Evil. Above Metal Gear Solid. Above Pokemon. I didn't know this was fucking numbered. I'm glad it's numbered. <laughs> I picked the Lego series. You know those games where you can't die? One reason why I picked the Lego <laughs> series. <laughs> now, I freaking love the Lego games. Braden, I know Braden's with me I'm on this one. I'm also with I'm with Foppy on this one. I get bored by them. Oh, I love would. them so much. Every single one of them I think is done perfectly. They never have to change it much. They don't need to. <laughs> you know, they just reskin each game. Here you go. Yeah, essentially, Here you go. man. Here you like go. the very first one I played was the original Batman Lego and it was just like yeah. the almost it was a two D 
Yeah, um, it was not nearly as extensive as what they are now. No, but I loved it. It was fantastic. That was an original story as well. Then they started doing the um, like the ones like the Indiana Jones one. We can see here where they started, uh, you know, playing through the movies, and you'd get the Indiana Jones one and would play through all the movies. Lego and Star you, Wars, Lego Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, the prequel trilogy, the original trilogy, uh, play through all of them, uh, and then they brought in ones like. Um, what else we got? We got the Star Wars, we got Indiana Jones, we've got the Marvel superheroes, we had Avengers ones, Lord there was the Lego Rings, City Harry Undercover. Potter, yeah, there was Harry Potter, there was Lord of the Rings. Every single one of them comes out, they're all bangers. Um, they never really skip a beat. The Incredibles was fantastic. Um, yeah, Lego City Undercover, Dylan the Villain, Lego City Undercover is his favourite. Every time they bring out a Lego game, it's finished, it's well made, it's it's just they're good. They're good, solid games. They can't go wrong. Love them. I play all of them. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 100 here. I'm here for it. Thank you. Oh, Ninja, Ninjago. I haven't done that one. So. Is that Aunt May? No, it was Stanley. Was it? Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. That's even. That's cool. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. So there you go. That was our fourth top game series of all time. Brayden, what's number three? Are you bet? Because it's me. Yeah. That you know what this is going to be. Yeah, my that's right. My personal top pick and my what I'm bringing here is number three is the one and only Ratchet and Clank. Woo! Ratchet and Clank. One, two, three. And then all the other assorted ones they did in between, including Gladiator, including um, the uh, Secret Agent Clank on the PSP, including Size Matters on the PSP, including <laughs> Size the... Matters. The two different ones on the PS3. Tools then, of Destruction and... And uh, Crack in Time. And then there were two other really shit up, ones. Up Your Arsenal. Uh, up Your Arsenal was the third. And then there was um, the the remake of one on the PS4. And now we got... Um, what the, Ripper Fart. Ripper Fart in the next one. Man, these are my favorite games of all time. These are so good. I love them so much. They're the best. Um, that's all I really have to say about it. Just before we go on, I'm going to just like to address something in the chat. Dan has said, I feel like they should have done a Minecraft-style game, but with all the Lego bricks, they did. It's called uh, Lego Worlds. It is exactly Minecraft with Lego bricks, man. All right, so our number two game is my pick. Number two series of all time. And it is the Street Fighter series. Now, these games are synonymous with fighting games. It's what started the fighting game craze. Um, what I love most about Street Fighter is... Ryu? Yeah. Um, but also the rich history and the interweaving they do of all those histories um, between the characters. So one of the advantages that Street Fighter had is uh, they sat there on Street Fighter 2 for about 10 years and just brought out different iterations and different speeds. They really did, didn't they? They did. It was Street Fighter 2 went for a long, long time to the point where it became a joke that Street Fighter 3 was never going to get released and some wish that it hadn't. Um no, no, that's, that's not fair. Uh, but uh, yeah, the original Street Fighter, when it hit arcades, it had two buttons that you punched. And how, how hard you punched these buttons, uh, punch or kick, was how hard or uh, light, medium or heavy punches. Of course, they broke down a lot, so they were stripped. You're punching and then we, the buttons. Yeah, yeah, there were big buttons, big buttons, and you used to punch them. And how hard you punched them was that's, how hard your attack was. That's dumb. Uh, that's why there's not a lot of those original machines left. Because <laughs> you beat the shit out of them to yeah, play them. Yeah, they break a lot. So that's when they brought out the uh, six-button uh, uh, cabinets, which I have uh, just over there. Um, yeah, just over there. Uh, so yeah, the characters, the art style, they went for very much a, a manga, comic book type vibe. The crossovers they've had, so Marvel versus Capcom, Street Fighter versus X-Men, uh, all those amazing crossovers. The, the gameplay itself was fantastic. As I said before, the storyline that they've interwoven because Street Fighter 2 went for so long, they had time to slowly drip feed new characters in and then like tweak their origins. So it came up with someone else and, and marred in with someone else. Like For example, the storyline of Sagat, how he got scarred by Ryu at the end of Street Fighter 1 by uh, Ryu's Dragon Uppercut. Then they retconned that in that it was Ryu experiencing the uh, Tatsui no Hado for the first time. And Ryo like tapping into that dark Hado and ripping open Sagat's uh, chest with his dragon uppercut. And then Sagat being consumed by his loss, um, joining Bison and the other four kings and becoming evil. And then sort of halfway through Street Fighter 4, realizing that uh, he's not actually that type of person and becoming a good guy. So in Street Fighter 5, we have uh, a Fang come in and, and sort of take his place. Um, from the first animated movie, which was... Oh, that first Street Fighter animated film was so influential to me. Was, I just remember drooling over the art style and the fluidity of the movement. And again, the storyline. 
it is easily uh, one of the greatest uh, game series of all time, and that's why it's number two on our list. Can I just say, I had no idea Street Fighter had a storyline. Yeah, yeah, it has an amazing storyline. I'm too bad at those games to be able to get it. Uh, and then, of course, we've got what Braden's very rudely brought up on TV, which is the Street Fighter movie that was filmed in Queensland. Bloody loved it. It was in Queensland. Yeah. I knew it was good for a reason. Filmed in Queensland. Uh, also known for being the... Um, Worst video film. <laughs> movie where Jean-Claude Van Damme was coked off his head for most of it and having an affair with Kylie Minogue. Let's face it. If I was in that film, I probably would have had an affair with Van Damme. Yeah, you man. thought I was going to say Kylie Minogue, didn't you? <laughs> no. Oh. No, I wasn't. Look at him. Anyway, time for our number one. So a lot of people are wondering, we've listed a lot of really, really good game series here and Lego. Um, So what is our number one game series? Our number one. Our number one as a collective, as Hack the Dino. Um, This is basically no surprise to anyone. This this series is, um, it it goes beyond the human scope, really. Um, It's uh, sort of the most um, influential uh, works on the history of games uh, and, and just media as a whole. Um, any kind of, of um, sort of uh, uh, thing that you digest, whether it be sight, sound, anything with your senses, is this series is, is central there. And, and we all need to thank this series. The series I'm talking about is... Hideo Kojima, that's right. Hideo Kojima is number one on our list as the best series of all time. There he is up against Greg Miller. And what happens when he goes up against Greg Miller? Well, he wins because he's Hideo Kojima. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. From now on, officially, whenever we do one of these lists, the number one man, the number one pick, the number one greatest human in the history of all the planet is Hideo Kojima. Thank you very much. Floppy, what free games do we have? All right. We got a ton of free games this week, actually. Should we start off with PlayStation? Sure. All right, for those of you who have a PlayStation and have PlayStation Plus, you can get some free games. Cool. You can get uh, Final Fantasy VII, the remake, which I bought and I'm playing now. <laughs> you get the free upgrade for the um, PlayStation 5. So. Yeah, soon, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be cool. I might uh, I'll keep playing that then. But yeah, if you haven't played Final Fantasy VII, play it for free. Um, if, you've got a, if you've got a VR... Mm-hmm. I do highly recommend picking up Farpoint. Now, I've not heard of this one. Farpoint is a first-person shooter in VR. Oh, cool. So when it was released, it actually came out with uh, the... Oh, what was the name of the bloody gun? It was the. It was like a, it was like a rifle for your VR. So it had... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, like the Wii remote one. Yeah, but what the hell was it? It, was, it had a bloody name. But it's got uh, all of your PlayStation controller buttons on there. Like you've got two analog sticks and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously like a motion sensor in front. And it was the first time I had played a first-person shooter. So you can walk around with the toggles that are on the gun and aim and shoot. It's very cool. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we can all, we've also got Remnant from the Ashes. Now, this one I've seen, but I don't really know too much about. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not very familiar with me either. Some Braden? would say it'd be a good time for me to play it and experience it. And to them, I'd say, eh. Braden, do you know anything about Remnant? Okay, cool. Uh, and number, and then well, the next one. So if you have a PlayStation 5, <laughs> yes, I do. Seriously, this one's actually really cool. Really? You played it, Brayden? Oh, man. I absolutely, from the second I saw this trailer, I absolutely fell in love with this game. Well, we're going to shoot over to you in a second because this is, is it Marquette? Yep. Maquette. Marquette. Maquette. Tell us about Maquette, Brayden. So as you can see in this trailer here, there's this big red cube. Oh, and I know this game. And he walks over to this miniature version of the town and moves the cube around and it actually simulates it and makes it bigger in the real world. That's right. This yeah. game gets trippy yeah. as hell and it's so cool. Look, you're actually in a smaller version because there's a big one out there. Oh, and it, and it keeps getting into the bigger and bigger one? Yeah. So this is kind of got like a really like Katamari sort of Yeah, it's a big puzzle vibe. solvey vibe. Like, but it, it's, what it does with perspective is awesome. Uh, what it's doing, how like thinking outside the box to try and fix something. Yeah, the box. Um, I absolutely love it. It's so cool. That's really cool. And that's it for PlayStation. Uh, if we jump over to Xbox, if you've got the old mate Games Pass. You better like sports ball, ladies and gentlemen. Because on the PC, you can... Now, do you like playing football or you know FIFA? Do you like playing it? Just read them out. No one cares. No one cares. Football Manager 2021. Go manage your football team. On the Xbox uh, Series X, X, Xbox One and PC, Football Manager 2021. 
Go go manage some football teams. Uh, NBA 2K21. Go bounce the ball, throw it through a hoop. Uh, this one you can actually play the game as opposed to just manage the team. And later on this uh, this month though, uh, if you are a Star Wars fan, Squadrons is going up there. Ooh. If you like the old uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, check out Squadrons. I do want to do It's that. very, very pretty. I'll give you that. I'm just going to make a comment. This is gameplay. This is gameplay. Yeah, that it's you're a fucking at. spreadsheet game. I was about to say, are you sure? I thought you were just making a spreadsheet. Plan. No, this is gameplay. Yeah, I, I don't understand the. I, I know that there is a huge following for this. No, it's like it's a bit fine. of a cult you know, thing. People like different things. Some people like boring ass data, and some people like Kojima. So you know, each to their own. That's free games for for this week. Do you know what is a fun game to play? Brayden versus the world. Oh hey, hey, how's it going? Yeah, good, good. Wh- Sorry, sorry, Brad, and I just Sorry jumped on that one, that. but we're running yeah. a bit late. Super jumped on that one. I forgot to tell you that uh, if we were running a bit late, I was going to cut that last segment, and we're going to go straight into Braydown versus the World. That's fine. Cut that last segment. Oh. So here we go, Braydown versus the World. I have four songs here from video games, past, present, or future. I will play the first bit of a song, and then the world. Oh, sorry, Braydan, representing Braydan, will ask a question. Then the world, represented by Floppy, will also ask a question. They'll go backwards and forwards for five times, each trying to find out where this music appeared. In which game? Watch game? In watch which game. game? Watch game, which will it be? After five questions, they have a free guess. They either get it right, they get a point, they get it wrong, they don't get a point, uh, and it's a draw. Uh, they can try and guess before the five questions, but if I get it wrong, the point goes to the other person. It's very simple. You work it out. Here we go. Um, I need to turn on my microphone so you guys can actually hear it. Now, in the chat, don't give it away, please. Please. All right, here we go. Song number one. Brayden. God, it's so slow. Um, and just for those playing at home or watching on the podcast, yeah, that works. Uh, Braydan is on three, and the <laughs> the butts <laughs> is also known as the world. What did that? What happened there? Is on four. I don't. don't uh, there was a glitch in the system. <laughs> yeah, was his name Braydan? <laughs> um, Question number one, Braydan. What uh, on what platform was this released? The Super Nintendo. Okay. Butts. Have we talked about? Sorry, have we talked about this game, this show? Yes, we have. We talked about like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two, Braden. Um. Uh, what is your what is your gameplay in this? Uh, it's a side-scrolling platformer with click and point. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> I was waiting for something. <laughs> Floppy. Question number two. Hell, what was the name of the bloody thing? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, sorry. No, I take that back. It's just a click and point. Ah, okay, okay. Just a click and point. Just a click and point. Was... Oh. Can I look at my show notes? Nope. <laughs> no, you cannot. Did I make a funny comment? Nope. Don't... Nope, not that one. That's subjective. Yes, it is, because you might not have found it funny, even though everyone else would have. Um... Oh shit, what was the name of it? Mm, I, it took me a sec just then. You know what it is, don't I you? I've just figured it out. Ah, oh, man, was it... Did you have to do things creative in this game? Not really. <laughs> Braden, uh, question number three. Is it Mario is missing? It is Mario is missing. So Braden gets so a point. Long. I was going to say, where in the world is Mario? And then I was like, wait, no, that's not right. No, that's the oh, game I ripped off. Right here, I thought it was the, uh, the, the painting one. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Song number two. I guess you do point and click in that. Mm. So cool. That's a little bot. Brayden, question number one. Ah, uh, what do you play as in this game? Who do you play as? What? Uh, there's a cast of characters that you can play as. Whoa. And they... Ah, uh, the next <laughs> question. Okay. Uh, what year did this one come out in? Uh, 1997. Hmm. Rating, question number two. Uh, who was this by? Rare. Ooh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
What was your main motivation in the game? To win. Oh, no, sorry, no, no, no. No, you had, there was a overarching boss that you had to defeat. Yeah, I stand corrected. Ratting, question number three. Good Lord. Um, okay. Um, mm. What's, uh, have we, we asked, what's your, your main gameplay mechanic here? Uh, driving. World, question number three. Okay. Um, fuck. <laughs> a rare driving game. A rare driving game. Pretty sure it was I, rare. I know that this is going to be re so easy. Um, can you name a character from it? Sure can. Fuck. Will you name a character from it? <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. Uh, I was trying to think of a character. Oh, I could yeah. go an obvious one, or I could go a kind of obvious one, or I could go a really discreet, um, like left to field one. Okay. Uh, so you, uh, you guys let me know which one do you want. Well, I, I go, have a feeling I won't know go the either middle. way. The middle? Go the middle. So, All right. Conquer. Okay. Braydan, question number four. Did they do like a Grand Theft Auto with Conquer? Like, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be oh, terrifying. Um, uh, do you, uh, you get like power-ups and stuff in this one? You do. Cool. Well, question number four. Give me a hint. Um, this game has three types of vehicles in it. Am I, if I had a, like a blow to the head and forgotten something incredibly important? <laughs> no, but you are very old. Brayden, question number five. I'm the opposite and I have no true. idea who he is. Um, uh, is this a, is this a crossover between like all different rare properties? No. Oh, oh, oh. Floppy, question number five. Shit. Um... Game Boy Dad has got the game cartridge stuck in his head, so oh, he should surgery. Quick, see someone. <laughs> that is not comfortable. Um, oh my god! Okay, okay, okay. It's tough. He's, he's, I'm legitimately stuck. Um, uh, did it have characters from non-rare games in it? Yes. Oh, okay. Hmm. So you get a free grass now. Oh. Not helping whatsoever. Um, Conquers cruising USA. No. With buds. No. Floppy. I I don't even know what to fucking guess. This is ridiculous. This is fucking battle toads. <laughs> Salty. Fucking battle toads. No. <laughs> what the hell was it? Diddy Kong Racing. Get. Conkers in Diddy Kong Racing. Conkers' first appearance was in Diddy Kong Racing. What? First appearance? Are you yep. kidding me? Who yep. in the chat knew that? Because there was Game comments Boy in Dad the chat that I, like, I could sort of... People were putting a lot of comments in there. Yep. Who in the chat? What in the hell? All right. Oh, there Diddy were bosses. Kong? Yeah, there were bosses in what it. What in the shit? You had to race against bosses and then you had uh, a big, massive pig boss that you had to sort of defeat at the end. What? Yeah, it was a really cool game. Really cool game. You played, uh, you could uh, have it in yeah, a... Um, I had no idea. I've never played that a game. A cart. You could fly in a plane or you could go on a hovercraft, but you could, <laughs> yeah, choose different types. That What on earth? All yeah, right. that looks great. Okay, I want yeah, to play Conker's that. Conker's there. It's what a great the game. Hell? There you go. I had no idea. Remember I got it for a dollar the other day? Well, at least Did I got the case. You got the case. Yeah, I do remember that. Great game. Great game. Played it a lot. Man, I feel like an idiot. Well, matches the shirt. All right, here we go. Song number three. World, question number one. What, uh, what console is this one on? Uh, PlayStation 2 and Xbox. What style of gameplay was it? It is a third-person sort of uh, destroying stuff type of game. 
would you say a hack and slash? Uh, not really. Like, is that where you're getting? Things. Things? Oh, okay. Question number two, Bredan. Um, what's a, what do you play as in this game? Uh, you play as an alien. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I love the look of disappointment on Braden's face there. And, oh. <laughs> just all his hopes are <laughs> just crushing. Like, oh, that, that really narrows it down. <laughs> Floppy? Do you have other abilities in this game other than destroying things? You do. Question number three, Braden. Was there... I'm trying to think if there was... Did they do a sequel? I'm trying to think. Do I have to narrow it down? I don't know. Um, uh, are, are cows in this game? Yes. That's as much as I know about it. <laughs> Floppy? Question number three. Or guess. If you guess and get it wrong, point goes to Brayden. I Dan. know, but I feel like if I ask a question, he's going to know which one it is. See, there's a, No, but there's only like... There's only one thing to guess, so and and if you could ask a question that actually asks something specific about the sequel, I have no idea. Yeah, but chances are I don't either. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's destroy all humans. Two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give you that little window. Absolutely I, edged it. I was like tossing up whether I just leave it or if I throw the two in because I... Oh. <laughs> yes, it was. Destroy All Humans 2. Okay, so Brayden, you're on four. The world is on five as we have our last song here. Are we ready? Question number one, Braden. It like, it sounds like it's a parody of a song that's familiar to me. Like, it's so weird. Um, okay, uh, what's your what, what's uh, what's your core gameplay mechanic in this one? Uh, oh, rhythm. Okay. Are you sure that wasn't like a pasta sauce ad? That's what it sounded like. <laughs> Uh, okay, what, um, ooh, hmm. was this a handheld game? It could be. That doesn't really answer my question. Well, it's a difficult answer. Okay. It can be a handheld game. Brandon, question number two. Um, does this involve a certain instrument? Or is it more of a general rhythm game? general rhythm game like if yeah yeah okay there's no peripherals is yeah, that's what you're there, asking there's okay. no like there's okay. no like you're playing guitar no it's just rhythm, no, rhythm. Bong, no bongos involved in... <laughs> no, yeah no floppy question number two um was it a spin-off of a popular series it was a spin-off <sighs> oh spin-off or a sequel was... i'll say spin-off we'll it was a spin-off. rhythm game based on or to set in a popular series is what i'm trying to get at this game or what it's based off this game this game yes okay. yes 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 it is Raiden, question number three hmm. uh from the series that it's based off uh describe the main character <laughs> if it's the one i'm thinking of you won't be able to it's link Okay. It's not the one I was thinking of. <laughs> okay. Wait. Wow. What? They okay. a rhythm... What? Question number three, Floppy. What's the name of the rhythm game based in Zelda series? Because I don't know. <laughs> what? They I keep thinking. Game. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, no, not, no, no, not no, doing don't, that. Don't, don't, not sorry. doing that. Um, Make a mockery of my what, game. What, uh, what console was it on? Switch. Question number four, Braden. Rhythm game? <laughs> what? A fucking um, rhythm game? Um, how, mm, how, how many colours are 
on like like if if there's like a thing that comes down like separate colors you know like guitar hero there's no thing that comes down nothing like that nothing like that Hmm. question number four floppy is it cadence of hyrule it's cadence of hyrule (laughs) (laughs) good one rhythm games was on the switch for zelda i was trying to think of um if if someone had patched like Zelda music into Fuser or some <laughs> shit like that. And I was like, this is a weird pull. You know what my first thought was? It was those weird uh, rhythm games from Final Fantasy on the DS or 3DS. Oh, yep. Nice but one. I, and I was hoping it wasn't because I don't know how to say the name. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, at the end of that episode edition of Braydan versus the World, Braydan is on four. The world is on six. The Woo! world. Wow, you're doing a lot better Get than anyone thought it. you were going to. What do you mean anyone? Have you guys been talking about this without me around? No, but you know, when, when Dan was here, like Brayden did all the heavy lifting. <laughs> maybe yep. I was just lulling him into a false sense of security in case this Oof. happened one day. Oh, well. Oh, maybe. maybe. He's in the long game. Oh. Yeah, mate. Long con, um, what's Long con floppy. floppy. That does <laughs> not sound like Hong Kong fooey at all. Long con <laughs> floppy. Long con floppy. Floppy with the long con. Ladies and gentlemen, we're never going to go wrong at any time. Hack ever. the Dino, a nonsense video game talk show. We come to you each and every week, sometimes, uh, over on youtube.com backslash hack the dino, where we put up clips throughout the week, also our live streams. Speaking of live streams, we do Let's Play and live streams over here on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino. If you follow us on either of them, both are free. So if you can press the like button, if you can tell your friends, if you can share our videos, we will love you forever. And, and that is a guarantee. It's free. It's free. Nothing. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Not a thing. But if you go to hackthedino.com, that has all of our videos there for you to look, peruse, laugh, and chuckle and gefolk. Do you gefolk often? Um, sure. Not in public. Brayden. I'm not okay. I'm not above doing it in public. You got some side projects you like to talk about, Brayden? Yeah, um, so I have a movie podcast with my friends called Millennial Movie Talk, um, and I actually just came back from my little hiatus off it. I was taking a little bit of a breather, um, but I'm back at it in full swing. Um, I'm going to bring up the latest episode, uh, because we got sent to some movie preview screenings. Ooh, what did you see? We, uh, so we got sent to go see Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, I don't know what that is. Um, it's really, really good. I I'll highly go recommend it. it. Um, this here. So Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, and we also reviewed Raya and the Last Dragon, because Alex and I watched it um, just beforehand. And we also discussed the end of WandaVision, the finale. La 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 la. Yes, don't look at spoilers. I can't um, believe they brought Superman back. You're man, I know, right? They did Superman. The entire, they did all of Death of Superman <laughs> in one episode of WandaVision. It's I know. Amazing. And Dennis the Menace rocked up. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so go check out Marvel owns everything now. <laughs> Disney's got it all under balance. Why was Beano there though? <laughs> Beano. Um, but yeah, Millennium Movie Talk. Grandpa? Go check it out. Uh, <laughs> Anchor.fm slash Millennium Movie Talk or YouTube slash Millennium Movie Talk. Don't. Floppy, where can we see what you're doing? You with your long con. <laughs> you can see me on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got a feeling if I look up Floppy on OnlyFans, I'm not going to find oh, you. Oh my god, I dare you! I really do. <laughs> Just don't do it on your home Wi-Fi. Uh, you can see me over on the Instagrams at Floppy Plays Games, where I post uh, pics of things that I picked up that I'm playing. There's the Robotech game I'm playing and some. Uh, some 64 games I picked up the other day. It was a great find. It was a great find. Now, have you played either of those games? F-Zero I haven't X? yet. I've got to, I'm yet to chuck them into my machine, so I'm just like cross fingers. I hope they work. Man, I, want, I really want to get my 64 uh, streaming through my PC so I can stream Pokemon Snap before the new one comes out. There's my there's my Ellen Ripley uh, skin that I was playing on Fortnite that I play like five minutes a week. Uh, but yeah, so it shows you what I'm playing, shows you what I've found. That's what Ben and I found on my... Uh, or on our um, on our little game hunt. The oh, other by week. the way, I had the results for that. Yeah, what was the results? You creamed me. <laughs> like, really? what? Creamed me. <laughs> was there any particular thing that? No, it was the final uh, where we had the uh, final who won with yeah. the split down the middle. Yeah, everyone loved your stuff. No one liked my stuff. Oh. And I say it's because they're all PlayStation nerds. You know what? Maybe they just got taste, mate. No. Love a good UMD. You know what? I creamed you without having an orange crock pot. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, so that's what I. You can find me there. The other thing we're going to be doing is. We're sorting out a way so that I, uh, I can start streaming for Hack the Dino as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I'm looking at streaming, hopefully soon, cross fingers, uh, is John Wick Hex. Yo. So if you're keen, if you've heard about it but uh, can't find it because it's never on shelves anywhere for some reason, uh, watch this space. 
hopefully sometime soon. Cross fingers. Uh, come on and watch me play John Wick Hex. Uh, it'll be a good time. I promise. Cool. And I have a uh, little side podcast called Retro Trigger, which I uh, didn't do last month. It's a monthly podcast where I talk about anything that's 15 years or older, usually with a special guest. I've spoken to WWE people. I've spoken to um, people. Yeah, Floppy was on there talk about Super Nintendo. Uh, we've spoken. What else have we done? Uh, Dino Riders. We did a two-part Dino Riders thing. Transformers with Sean Fuster from The Advertiser. Uh, heaps of stuff. We've got heaps of more episodes coming soon-ish when I can work out what I'm doing. Um, honestly, it, it, it's a time thing, especially with a podcast where you have guests. It's really hard for the world to align. Um, but I reckon I'll just say, hey, come around my house. And then while people are here, I'll just go, so you want to sit down for an hour and just talk about this? Uh, but I have got plans to maybe do one on Disneyland, uh, do one on uh, Ultraman, do one on Godzilla, uh, Game Boy Dad saying, well, I feel ripped off. You skipped a month and my free monthly podcast. Yeah, so you should like feel ripped off. I'm taking all that hypothetical cash you're throwing our way. <laughs> uh, but it will be back. It will be going nice and strong. And we hope you join us for that ear symphony. I met Sean Fuster's parents the other day. Yeah? Yep. Cool. Cool folk. Yep. Sweet. I hope he's listening. He wouldn't be. He's got much more important things to do. We've been Hack the Dino. You can catch us on all the things. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. Tell all your friends. Just go to hackthedino.com. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And tell your friends and family and like us on Instagram and all those things that no one does. But hey, do it anyway. Thank you very much. You've been you. Unless you're an alien shapeshifter. In which case, you're secret safe with me. Not, not me. I will tell everyone because I think it's cool. You know? nah. Share that stuff. Fucking I'm gonna put it. Nah. I'll put it on Instagram. He's gonna get your organs all cut up, just nah, sent mate. to government places. Bye, guys.